Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. I am your host, Don Sewing. The mission of the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast is to help you, the entrepreneur, to become a six figure gutter cleaner. That is, to give you the tools to build a business that will net you six figures with gutter cleaning as your primary service. The Six Figure Gutter Cleaner podcast is beneficial not just to professional gutter cleaners, but to home service professionals of all kinds. Whether you are a window cleaner, a pressure washer, a landscaper, HVAC tech, whatever the case may be, you can benefit from the principles that are taught in the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner podcast. In this episode, I'm going to continue to talk about how to get the most out of subcontracting how to get the most out of subcontracting. So this will be the third episode in the series. Last time I talked about just managing your mindset and just watching just the mindset that you enter into such a position. But this time around, I want to talk about managing your expectations. Because if you manage your expectations right, from the get-go, then you can have a good experience. But the opposite is true, too. And I'm telling you what I've seen. I'm telling you what I've experienced in my three years of subcontracting with big corporate, gutter protection. And I use that term. That's not the name of the company, big corporate, of course. But I just, I'm not using the name of the company itself because I've had some things to say about them on this podcast that have not really been complimentary towards them. And so I want to just at least give them the respect of not naming them by name, but they know who they are. But when it comes to managing your expectations, understand this, understand that especially if you're if you're subcontracting for a company. Now, if you're subcontracting for just a, an, an individual, you may run across situations where you can get maybe a, a 75-25 split out of that. You keep 75 and the individual that subs a job out to you, you know, keeps 25% of it. You may run across something like that with an individual, but The thing is, an individual will more than likely not be able to give you the volume that a company can. An individual, a lot of times, they may subcontract the overflow of their work to you that if it's just too much for them to handle, they may call you every now and then and give you that kind of split. But when it comes to a big company, and especially a company that is a national company or a regional company or just a company that has just more than one location, you have to understand that a company like that has overhead. So, you know, they have overhead, they have offices, warehouses a lot of times, and they have bills that they need to pay, they have payroll that they need to keep up with. And so, If you're dealing with a big corporate company like that, then when it comes to whatever job that you're doing, I mean, if you're getting if you're getting 50 percent of the profit, you would be doing well. You would be doing very well because I think about the typical profit 
that I make on a gutter protection job. And if I just look at the profit alone, I would venture to say that when I worked for big corporate, what I would get paid per job was somewhere between one-third and one-half of the profit that I make by myself with gutter protection jobs. So just to give you an idea of uh, what to expect if you yourself end up doing some subcontracting with a big corporate gutter protection company like I did. But just going into it, realizing that, realizing that you're probably not going to be able to negotiate for higher pay. And, you know, you may get into a, a gig like that, an outfit like that. You may see that you're the top earner. You may see that you're, you're doing better than everybody else, but you don't want to just approach that with a mindset of, well, okay, I can negotiate higher pay. Because usually a subcontract position like that, you know, they may have incentives and bonuses, but their pay is generally straight. I mean, it just straight across the board, no variation like that. And as long as you come into that with that knowledge and that expectation, then you'll be all right. But that's generally what to expect when you're dealing with a, when you're dealing with a company like that, when it comes to subcontract. Now, the way you have to look at it though, because just, I don't know what it is, I mean, I've seen contractors come in. They know what they're getting themselves into. They know that they're not going to be getting paid as much as if they were to go out and get the jobs themselves and be totally in control, but they still complain anyway. They still complain and murmur and, oh, we're not getting paid anything and, oh, this company's making so much money, but they pay us so little and just complain, complain, complain. But it's like they knew what they were getting into. I mean, it wasn't a thing of bait and switch, you know, that big, big corporate didn't tell them that, oh, hey, you're going to just make a thousand dollars per job and, you know, and then just turn around and pay them like $250 later. No, they didn't do that. And so that's what I'm saying is the people who I saw uh, who were fellow subcontractors with me, the people who I saw who had the hardest time and who just didn't really make it, they weren't around for long, were people that... I don't believe they really manage their expectations right. You know, they just had greater expectations. And with some people, it just seems like they just wanted something for nothing. I mean, you know, you, you come into a, a big corporate company. Let's say you're a contractor and you're, you're usually, you're used to making about seven or $800 profit per job. And you think that you're going to make something close to that as a subcontractor for a big corporate company that has a lot of people to choose from. You got to understand a big corporate company has a, a large marketing machine and you're disposable. I mean, it's just the honest truth. You're disposable. I mean, if you don't work out, somebody else will work out. They generally have a lot of people who they pick from, and they know that. And they know that. So they're not going to be, you know, manipulated and guilted into just giving you all this money. I mean, they'll tell you up front how they operate, and then you can choose whether you want to operate within that type of system or not. But as I said, this is one thing that can help you be successful as a subcontractor is managing your expectations. 
making sure that you don't go in with unrealistic expectations. And if you do that, then I think you could have a lot more peace and that you can just have longer-term success in a subcontracting operation. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Gutter Cleaner Podcast. My hope is that I have said something within this episode that will move you one step closer to becoming a six-figure gutter cleaner. Also, please know that your feedback is valuable to me. So, look me up on Facebook, look up the Six-Figure Gutter Cleaner, look up this episode, and leave me a comment. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, and ask any questions that you may have about professional gutter cleaning so that I may answer your questions in future episodes. So that is all for this episode. Be ready for the next one, and bye for now.